It's time for Rogue Sounds, our weekly roundup of live music events in the region this month. Music maker and critic Josh Gross and Jeffrey Riley share a list of five events you don't want to miss. Josh Gross, welcome back to the Jefferson Exchange and give the broad overview. I mean, what kinds of things are we looking for in October that we didn't get in the previous nine months? Spooky things. Spooky things. <laughs> no, not really. I don't know. It's October. You're supposed to say that, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, you're, you're getting, I mean, there's been kind of a late summer touring schedule. I think sometimes the the, the the pandemic sort of shifted things, the calendar back a little bit, and some of those changes sort of stayed. So I think there's some, there's some really cool stuff happening in October. Uh, there's some opportunities to see some things that have. For a little unusual, there's a couple venues closing. You're kind of getting to swoop in on the, the last little bits of uh, their offerings. So, you know, I guess spooky things, okay. venues closing, things that are out of time. I don't know. And uh, and one really, really cool, unusual cinematic experience that I'm very excited to talk about. Is that the one involving a sleep bomb, perhaps? That would be sleep bomb, yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll get to that in just a bit. That's, uh, that's a third on our list. Of, top of the list is uh, Box Elder coming to Johnny B's in Medford on October the 7th. Here is Box Elder performing Minimums. these days i'll have to go back and check i think you always try to hook us with a dance beat to start off with uh you know i usually actually try to do it chronologically i just happen to like stuff that's fancy but uh <laughs> would be interested to see how the the band diagram of that overlaps <laughs> really? uh and it's interesting uh to, to call box elder dancing so i mean i think they got a real peppy thing but they, this is a band from jackson hole wyoming you know not a town known for its alternative rock scene by any means and this is a band that i uh, started as a recording project and uh just became popular enough online that it sort of spiraled out, but really had to make its way in the Jackson Hole music scene, which is much more focused on country and all country. And so it really had to like focus on having stellar instrumentation and, uh, you know, fantastic songwriting enough to really sort of carve out its own little niche and really did a, a masterful job of that, picked up some festival gigs and they're coming on their first ever West coast tour. Uh, and it's, pre- it's pretty cool stuff. Really great, really good songwriting. And I believe the guitar player actually is a sponsorship from Fender. Uh, so it's a, you know, they're really kind of leaning in on trying to make it the best it can be. And I think, I think it's really landing some great stuff. Yeah, some fun stuff there. That is Box Elder performing at Johnny B's in Medford on uh, Saturday night, uh, 7th of yep. October. Uh, this is uh, Rogue Sounds with Josh Gross here on the Jefferson Exchange. We move on to Bart Budwig. I'm trying to call him the German version, Bart Budwig. But uh, Bart Budwig is coming to the Jefferson Center for the Arts, JCA, in Mount Shasta on the 17th of October. This is called Whiskey Girl. Don't let your long hair down Don't let out a smile, don't let out a frown Cause you don't lead me on at all, my dear And let me tell you something, you are doing it well You move down south You just had to get away 
I notice I notice a little more every time I listen to that piece. I, I didn't notice the hand claps until that time through, but there's 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 a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys who's like he's the, the master of the subtleties, you know, like because like if you were to just sort of do a real quick flyover, you'd say like, oh yeah, he's got a sort of folk country sound, sort of standard stuff. But what makes Park Budwood great? What makes him be this guy who's just been around for so long and just doing such a great stuff is all this, like, the master of the subtleties, just the, the little vocal intonations, the little little bits of hand claps to add in, just the, the sort of masterful presentation. You know, it's just something that really sort of grabs a hold of you and doesn't let go. And, and you don't notice a lot of what's happening because it's kind of like it's all that devils in the details kind of, kind of work. Because otherwise, it's, you know, they're kind of, a lot of them are sort of simple songs, but, man, do they really grab a hold of you. And what can you tell us about Bart Budwig and where he's from? Uh, he is from Idaho originally, I believe, and he's just one of those guys who sort of tours around and, you know, like the cosmic cowboy lifestyle, doing that sort of, you know, like a folk troubadour thing, a lot of storytelling and joking mixed in with a lot of just great songwriting, you know, just sort of hitting some of the off market, some of the weird little between towns that most of the country lives in, you know, and I think that's something that really speaks to people. So they're kind of like, yeah, this is, this is, uh, feels like the American experience to me more than, you know, whatever I see on the TV. Uh, you talk about bro country there? <laughs> no, I, no, yeah, I guess. Or, you know, even, you know, like just so much of, um, you know, media is consolidated between the New York and L.A., oh. you know, and that's a very small portion of the country. And the, most of us live out in the rest of it. And uh, he's one of those guys who is from the rest of it, from the sort of dark spots of the map. And those are the places he continues to tour. And those are the audiences that they speak to. And they see their lives reflected in what he's doing. And it's, you know, it's not the bro country and it's not the whatever, like it's the, the top of the pops. But it's just the kind of like, you know, this is the, the real stuff. Bart Budwig coming to the Jefferson Center for the Arts in Mount Shasta on the 17th of October. We're talking about it with Josh Gross here on Rogue Sounds. So up next is Sleep Bomb. This is the one we teased a little bit about earlier. And so Mm -hmm. these guys are involved in in cinematic kinds of music. Yeah, so Sleep Bomb is a really innovative art project from uh, San Francisco. And they don't don't tour very often because of sort of logistical problems, uh, challenges. And this is one of the first big tours that they've done. But um, they do is they write original scores to um, sort of classic fantasy and horror films. So they've done an original um, score to uh, like Conan the Barbarian and The Night of the Living Dead and like things like that. And for this particular tour, they're um, going from San Francisco to Portland and back again, and they're going to make a couple stops in uh, Southern Oregon to perform their original score to the classic German expressionist silent film, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. And they're doing, um, it, they're, they're sort of specializing in what's called like uh, Doom or Drone, which is kind of just like a lot of big heavy textures mm-hmm. um, of, of guitars and rock and roll. But it's like, it's really interesting because if you've ever seen that film or if you're familiar with it, it's where like a lot of surrealist imagery comes from. Like right. Tim Burton is basically doing a modern version of this particular silent film from the, I believe the, the 20s. And it's it's incredibly iconic and paired with the sort of like largesse of the sonic textures this band is creating. It's it's a really fascinating combination. And it's so rare that you get to see something that's so like, uh, you know, it's usually a band gets up, they play some songs. But this is, no, they really created a score specifically to go with it's a full audiovisual experience. And it's mm-hmm. not quite, you know, the sphere in L.A., but it's it's what we got down here in <laughs> right. So Sleep Bomb will do Johnny B's on October 18th and Local 31 in Ashland on October 19th, the next night. And uh, so now that we have that set up, I want to warn people, this might scare children and small dogs, but <laughs> <laughs> this is called Plague from the Path of Pins.
So real words, words did start there, but I wasn't sure they were FCC license compatible. So that's why I dropped it down there. But uh, but they're basically they're playing with the movie, Josh, while this goes on. Yeah, the, they they have a projector screen shut up show, set up, and they show the movie and they play along with it in real time. So there's a live score. It's kind of like going back to the early days of cinema when there were no recorded audio, so all the music was performed live. And I think this is really interesting for a number of reasons. I mean, one, this is like some fairly heavy music, but these, this is, you know, a, a, a sort of thriller horror movie that they're showing, so it does pair up. But there's been, in recent years, a real interest in some of the sort of more cinematic and um, uh, compositional elements, like uh, Hans Zimmer mm-hmm. uh, headlines Coachella only a few years ago, as did Danny Elfman, you know, both very noted film composers. And it's really interesting to me to see that, like, that stuff is taking a hold in the pop, you know, the sort of, like, highest levels of, like, sort of pop achievements, but it's also sort of still that there are small independent bands saying, hey, you know what, I want to score a film too, why not? And they're doing it with, uh, you know, things that are in the public domain or things that they have access to and things that you have a new, you may have some familiarity with in a way that then sort of reframes it, which to me, that's like the, the, the ideal experience is where you say, here's something that you've seen before, but here's an entirely new way of experiencing it. And uh, I think that's just super cool. And I'm so excited that they're going to be coming to town. Sleep Bomb with the cabinet of Dr. Caligari at Johnny B's in Medford, 1018, and Local 31 in Ashland, 1019. We move on now to Balkan Bump. This is called Rabat. So you choose the pieces and I choose the portions. And I was looking for something to highlight the band. And it's just fun stuff. A bunch of different instrumentations in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the mind behind uh, Balkan Bump, Mr. Wilma Gitt, is a, is a professional ethnomusicologist. has a real specialty in um, some of the like Balkan brass and Eastern European jazz that are, you know, like big part of, uh, you know, the, some of the like former, sort of former Soviet bloc regions. And, you know, there's a very rich sort of um, tradition of music there surrounding brass. And uh, he was someone who studied that a lot, but then was also really interested in sort of like the um, electronic dance music um, that you would see coming out of the Bay Area and sort of found a way to blend these two things together into this sort of like, you know, Balkan bump, where it's like it's bump music and you're having like a good fun dance, like, you know, sort of Western style dance party, but with a lot of melodies and, you know, uh, melodic motifs and, uh, you know, rhythmic motifs pulled from some of this Balkan brass, um, Eastern European, like, jazz tradition. Okay, Balkan Bump and Ashland. Which is a very cool combination, you know. Ashland Armory on the 27th of October for Balkan Bump. A couple minutes left, and let's get in uh, Gorilla Toss coming to Bruno's Cavern in Cave Junction on November 1st.
that's fun. I had some trouble picking a, a portion of that because there, it just changes so many times. Yeah, that's kind of their thing. They like to throw a lot at you. You know, like this, this is a band, Grill Toss, that sort of started in the little known college town of Boston. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like moved up to sort of East Coast and uh, into New York. And I think they currently live in Brooklyn. And they really started off as a sort of like noisy, like punk adjacent band. And then really got into sort of like the some of the post-punk themes of like a lot of uh, time signature changes and a lot of just sort of like interesting, bright textures. And what you have now is this kind of like hybrid of, uh, you know, like interesting electronic textures and sounds and sort of like odd time signatures, but with that really sort of gleeful, manic energy. You know, this kind of like joyful chaos. And uh, it's it's really fascinating stuff. Um, and they're going to be coming through Cape Junction uh, to play Bruno's Cavern. And I, and I'm, I saw um, a post on the uh, Bruno's Cavern Facebook uh, page the other day that they're planning to close. And this may be the last show that they do, oh. which is a real tragedy because this is the sort of thing that, you know, it's, was really exciting to see more of coming through the area. Right. Okay. That was the venue um, so you were talking about. Yeah. Send it out with a bang, you know? Yep. Okay. So, uh, Box Elder at Johnny B's in Medford on the 7th of October. Bart Budwig at the Jefferson Center for the Arts in Mount Shasta, 1017. Sleep Balm at Johnny B's in Medford, 1018. And Ashland Local 31 on 1019. Balkan Bump at the Ashland Armory on 1027. Gorilla Toss at Bruno's Cavern and Cave Junction, November 1st. Josh Gross, Rogue Sounds. Thanks as always. Always glad to be here, Jeffrey.